the river and me. It was a miserably cold day with no power or lights, and a fog had settled around the mountain. I washed in a frost-covered lake after stomping on it to break it open. But inside the hut was toasty warm, with a pot-belly stove to cook on, and dry our wet clothes. So, all in all, it was a good day. The hut was made of weatherboards with no insulation, and a foam mattress was all that was between me and the hard planks of a bunk. Two crowded rooms were full of strangers that could not set up their tents because driving wind and rain had soaked the ground with puddles. But there was always someone who wanted romance in a situation that I did not find in the least bit romantic. Sharing breathing space with twenty others in something meant to house twelve killed anything akin to romance. But hey, maybe that's just me. I'd been told that there was no way we could leave for at least a couple of days. The river was flooding. The wind had whipped up a storm on the lake. But the water tanks were constantly filling up. And there was enough wood left by the rangers or others to ensure there was ample to cook with for as long as your food supply held out. Having been a hiker for years, I've always had dried food aplenty and thermals to keep warm, even if they weren't dry. And most importantly, I've toted my fairy down sleeping bag around with me almost as much as I have a water bottle. I'm also in the habit of carrying packets of filtered coffee and a plastic travel filter that fits on top of a cup or mug. I've been known to hike out of the bush if I was low on coffee, but that has only happened once, and I've always managed to hike out safely. One time when I was down in the South Island, I busted both of my ankles. I'd not long had my sleeping bag. The weather was rough, and the track even rougher. Branches pulled at me as the wind pushed, and when I stumbled over tree roots, my sleeping bag was flung from the top of my pack into the river, which was in flood. I looked at it bobbing on the raging white, foaming water, got up, and sprinted down the slippery track ahead of it. Jumping in, I wrapped an arm around a big branch that hung low and grabbed for my sleeping bag as it swept towards me. The water was icy cold and waves leapt up and pounded at me, but I held on to that tree and dragged myself out with my pack on and the sleeping bag tucked under my arm. Once I got out, I looked around and realised how alone I was, and that I could have died and nobody would have known. I was on my own because I didn't want to walk with a bunch of guys who kept hitting on me, 
and hiked out early to avoid them. The enormity of my situation hit me, and although I was safe and sound, it was after the fact, I was frightened and burst into tears. I'm laughing now, but I remember how cold that water was, and how very scarily close those waves were, and how high they were above me. Honestly, if you'd seen it the day before, like I had, the river was like a nice little stream. There is no way I would ever jump into a river like that again. I learnt a hard lesson that day. Suck it up and let a guy carry your pack for you, though it's amazing what you can accomplish when someone says you can't. <laughs>